Mark 12, verses 30 through 31 reads, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other command greater than these. So last episode on The Singles Got Something to Say, we talked about the company you keep. It was part one, love God, love people. This episode is the company you keep, part two, love yourself. We're going to talk about keeping company with yourself. We have special guest Nazinga Benton with us today. So tune in because The Singles Got Something to Say. Singles Got Something to Say. I'm your host, Sonya Knight. This is episode three, and it's a part two of a two-part series called The Company You Keep. Last episode, we talked about keeping company with God and keeping company with other people. It was called Love God, Love People. This is part two, keeping company with yourself or love yourself. And are you able to keep company with yourself? And I'm so excited This is something that's near and dear to me, this subject. And I have someone very special on this episode. One of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. (laughs) One of the sweetest, kindest people. She's a licensed professional counselor, nationally certified. She's a worship leader, vocal coach, just an amazing human being. Her name is Nazinga Benton, and she is on with us right now. Hey, Nazinga. Hey, Sonya. (laughs) It's so good to have you on here. Thank you for, for agreeing to chat with us today. Thank you for having me. It's good to be on. Thank you. Anything you want to add to the introduction? No, because I'm a simple girl from around the way who <laughs> does not, not get caught up in titles, and I am who I am. I always tell people my mama named me Nazinga. That's who I am. I am Nazinga. All those other things are just other things. Come on. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, <laughs> see, y'all, that's it right there. She's one of the, just like, like she said, she's a roundaway girl down to earth. And one thing I noticed about Nazinga, I've known her for like over a couple of decades. We don't see each other a lot in person, mm-hmm. but she's just one of those people. Once you meet her, been around her, I mean, you're going to be like hooked. <laughs> she's just a cool person. And one thing I, I noticed about her, she seems to be very comfortable in her own skin which I think plays a part in her being able to appreciate and love other people. Cause I think sometimes when we're insecure, we kind of take jabs at people cause we probably look, you know, just, you know, this helps us feel better, but hopefully that's not the case for any of us, but just wanted to add that little tidbit. So anyway, as we talk about, um, so the thing I opened up this episode with, um, a Bible verse, the verse that talks about, um, you know, love the Lord with all your heart your mind, soul, and strength, and loving your neighbor as yourself. And 
Um, sometimes we we we're real good about yeah, I love God and I'm gonna love my neighbors myself, do unto others because mm-hmm. I have them do unto me. But then it's like, how are you doing you? <laughs> exactly. So kind of want to get into that. Um, I was praying about and the Zinga knows this, but I just want those listening to know I was praying about this episode because it's not something I'm just doing willy nilly. This podcast, I'm not a podcaster, professional podcaster, but it's a passion project. And I do want it to be meaningful. I want people to listen and really take something away that will help them. And I was like praying about this episode. And I was like, Lord, you know, I feel like I should add somebody on. Somebody else is supposed to be here. And I was, and I, I prayed about it. And then I was scrolling <laughs> on social media, not to find an answer, but just, you know, casually scrolling. And I came across Nazinga's post. And I'm going to let her tell you all about that. So Nazinga, I told you what it was. So can you share with the listeners, but I came across. <laughs> Hi, Will. You came across a post about me dating myself. Yes. I am committed to dating myself every single Friday. I choose a restaurant. I try to choose one that I've never visited before. And or every now and then it might be an oldie but goodie. And I date myself. Because I think it is super important to spend time with yourself, to to learn yourself, the things that you like, what you want to do, the foods that you like. Um, Back to even the statement you made about do unto others and loving your neighbor as yourself. And I think a lot of people, we find ourselves in this world not loving one another because we don't love ourselves. And we don't Mm. realize that. And we do treat people like we live. We treat people as ourselves because the only treating we know is how we treat ourselves. So mm. if I don't like me, I don't like you. If I have a problem with me, I have a problem with you. I may smile and do all those things, but I'm doing that like I'm fake and phony with me. I'm fake and phony with you. And Ooh. I believe that we live that practice more than we realize it because we say it as if it's going to change things. Remember, treat other people like you, you know, like you want them to treat you. And I'm like, yeah, you are. Because that's how you treat you. <laughs> we, we are already doing that. You're telling us what we're doing. And so I want people to, as a single, I want a man who will treat me well and take me to fine dining, but also can take me to Chick-fil-A and we have a good time. So I experience those things. I'm doing it for myself to prepare me for someone and really more than just to prepare me for someone, to prepare me for me. How can I love mm. me if I don't spend wow. time with me? If I don't break bread with myself, that's one of the, you know, most like that is the rite of passage, breaking bread with people. You know, you go in somebody's house and they feed you. You you in there. Right. As a friend, as a whatever, you know, a family, a cousin, a play cousin. And so why not do that with yourself? The power of breaking bread with yourself, because I Mm. find myself sitting in those restaurants with my own thoughts with my own views, with my, you know, and I'm, I'm forced to be in the space of really dating myself. What do I like? You know, something simple is what foods do I like? Wow. (laughs) That's real. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. Cause sometimes we don't even know what we like. No. That's a trip. No. Or, you know, how guys say, I've seen so many memes about it. You know, you ask your wife, your girlfriend, a significant other, what do you want to eat? And she goes, I don't know. And as soon as you suggest the place, she's mad. I don't want that. So I'm the girl, you ask me what I want, I'm going to tell you because I've gone to several places and I can say, oh, yeah, I want to go here. I don't have to go, I I don't really know what I want. (laughs) Oh, I know. Because I know me. (laughs) Yes. 
That's good, Nazinga. Thank you. That is so good. Breaking bread. That's a, like I said, it's a rite of passage. That's mm-hmm. that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Even with yourself, I never thought about it like mm-hmm. that. Hmm. <laughs> and that's good. So I, I'm I'm assuming you encourage solo dating. Like you think like this is a must do. I for singles. Do. I do. I think it is. Um, and it even I think even those who are in relationships to take some time to themselves mm. um, because you can, you're continuing to grow, you continue to learn. And sometimes, you know, we, when we come into relationships where, where a lot of people miss is we come in, you know, say the two shall become one. And we think if that means 50, 50 equals 100%. And I believe the math is 100% and 100% equals a hundred percent. And mm. so sometimes I need to refill like, so if I think about vehicles, I, so yeah. my spouse got a vehicle, I got a vehicle. I can't right. fill up his, my tank and think he is going to run. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> so likewise, we have to be able to do that for ourselves. So I encourage solo dating, even if you're in a relationship to just take, cause it's just a moment. It's just a fill up. Mm. I'm going to fill up. I'm going to get something that I've lost um, or that I've, you know, expended, I've given out. I'm just going to fill up so I can continue the journey. If wow. you think about the gas analogy, getting gas, like you do it so you can continue the journey. And so that's what I feel. Cause even when I think about going back to the car analogy, I, if I have precious cargo, if I have family, friends, or my significant other, whomever, in my car, what I don't want it to do is run out of gas and now we're stranded. So I don't Ooh. want to share somebody, family, friends, significant other, and run out of gas. Come so on. I think it's important. So it's my regular maintenance. I make sure I go to the gas station every Friday, you know, so I make sure I solo date. And sometimes it's about restaurants and sometimes it really may be about, I love to cook. I may stay at home and I just cook. I cook me a nice meal. I'll cook some from scratch things. Like I'll fill up. It's just a moment for me. So I do encourage it, whether you're single or you're with someone that you take a moment every week to fill up. Cause if you don't, you will run out of gas. Come on. Y'all taking notes. Yeah, I hope you got your pens and your pads. Yeah, your iPad. I don't know something, but <laughs> I need to drop the mic sound effect. That was good, Nazanga. I mean, you. for real. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Fill up on Fridays, y'all. Fill up Friday. Hashtag yes. fill up Friday. But <laughs> I love that it. That is so good. I mean, I'm I'm serious. I'm not just saying it, trying to flatter you. That's some good stuff. Thank you, Nazanga. Mm, thank you. And um yeah, so y'all, please take notes. Please you know, re- listen to it again, you know, the replay. Um, she's dropping some gems because we got to love ourselves and we got to fill up. We can't, um, what they say, pour from an empty cup. Exactly. We cannot pour from an empty cup. And you. And I thought about what you said about, like, so if a person's desire is to be married one day, they're not coming in, like, hoping that person will complete them because mm-hmm. they already know how to treat themselves. They are, like yes. you said, I already know what I like. You, you, we're, supplement, we're complimenting each other. Am I saying exactly. that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we are, yes. Yes. I deal with, um, I've had a few couples in couples therapy, and oftentimes that's been a space that I've had to work with them on because they want to come and have therapy together to, to get together, rather, to work on them. And I'm like, hmm. You need to work on you. (laughs) 
And yeah. then let's see if we can come to, because oftentimes, because people come really to supplement versus compliment, mm. <laughs> they're looking for somebody to pick up where they've left off, pick up what they don't have. Then, and that, so then you pull from that person. So let's say I have, you know, think about when people borrow stuff from you and don't give it back. You know, like yeah. I have a hammer because I need a hammer in my house. Right. And then you right. borrow my hammer, but you don't give me my hammer back. Now I don't have a hammer. Now when I need something that needs hammer, I got, I don't have it. I got to either go buy one or call you, nag you trying to figure out where my, it's the same in relationships. Like you need to have your own tools mm. so you can handle your own stuff. And so when you come together, you're too strong, you're much stronger, but you independently know how to handle. So I think it's important, even with couples that like you do that for yourself, you get your healing, you get your, you know, your therapy is what's for you. You get that for yourself. Then you come together. Some of some many relationships, it may help them to know that we shouldn't be together Mm. because my whole and your whole don't match they don't meet we have two different agendas two different assignments two different places but if I'm coming looking for somebody to feel something then anything will do until I realize oh wait a minute this is a square peg and that's a circle oh they don't even they don't even match but now we've we're into it we're engaged we're ready so I think as you work on yourself solo dating therapy those kinds of things where you work on you you get your tools you get the things that you need you become a stronger person, your discernment increases, your mm. ability to understand what does connect with you, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. All of those things I think are beneficial and are byproducts of taking time to date yourself and to take care of yourself. Amen. Come on now. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's good stuff. Thank you, Dzinga. Mm-hmm. Um, So I did a in, pre- in preparation for this episode and that was all, all that was really good stuff I'm not trying to gloss over what you just said that was mm-hmm. like y'all please I hope you're taking notes for real listen back so I can take notes because yeah <laughs> it's for me too um I did a survey leading up to this episode um on my I have a page called the singles got something to say on IG shameless plug no <laughs> but no seriously and I just asked the question um do you enjoy your own company and I had three responses they could choose from yes no and then sometimes most people I think like 85% of the people selected yes mm-hmm. um there was some people that put I think the I had no one put no but there was someone who put sometimes and then um, I was just going to read you one of the, and this is anonymous, one of the responses to um, a question. Um, basically, someone responded responded to the question. They kind of did like some additional comments, and they basically said they think they would enjoy their own company more if they didn't always, if they hadn't always had someone. So I think what they were saying was like, you know, um, I've never really had to be on my own Mm. until like recently. And so now it's like, um, how do I do this? (laughs) Mm. So do you have any kind of thoughts on that or have you heard? I mean, I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. I I think, um, you know, there are several people who have been raised to be dependent. And I don't even want to say raised to be dependent, but have always had someone around. And so they don't even know how to date themselves. They don't even know where to begin. That The thought of that is, you know, daunting. Yeah. And um, so it's like, you know, there, there can be social anxiety. 
about being around folks and am I enough? Can I, you know, so, or being outside, being by, with, I mean, not being by them by, with someone, but being by themselves, like even in social settings by themselves. So that's what I mean. Because for some, that's what it is. Like some people just think it's social anxiety. It's just you around people and intermingle, you know, having to mingle and all of that. But sometimes it's you by yourself when you know people are around. <laughs> Mm. What do people think? Because I've never been by myself. I don't know what this looks like. Do I, you know, do I look desperate? Do I look like, um, especially when you've always had someone. And I think, you know, it is important to take baby steps. That might be someone who just, who may first start just being at home and not being in a public situation. Because we've talked about, of course, you know, I talk about me physically going out and dating. Um, but you can date yourself in your home. Mm. Okay. You don't have to go anywhere. You know, you can just spend time, sit on your porch, sit on your patio, sit, you know, sit on, on your couch, sit at your kitchen table, order takeout if you don't cook, but make a nice spread and put it in front of you. Um, because I can understand that that can be very fearful, just like for others, it can be fearful going and connecting with others. For some, it can be fearful connecting with themselves because we are, many of us will find ourselves afraid to even look in the mirror. Mm. If you think about your morning routine, you, you kind of glance, you know, you don't stay there long. Or you yeah. don't stay there really and dissect. You just make sure you know everything. Okay, cool. But really to have to look within, we struggle with that. Oof. And so I totally get that. Like whether you've always been with someone or not, that's still for, for many people, because I would venture to say that most people don't know themselves. Yeah. And so while people have said, yes, I enjoy, you know, majority of people have said yes um, to the answer. I applaud the person and or persons who said sometime who even kind of posed and put out there, look, I don't know how to do that. That's very stressful and cumbersome when I'm thinking about I've always been with somebody. So how do you do that? And then I go and say to them, I get it. And I understand that there's possibly an, un an undiscovered gem within you because you've always been your identity has been locked and aligned with somebody else. Mm. No one even knows who you are because they know y'all. So who are you? And so taking this time to take the baby steps to get to know you. Mm. Because people don't like, I, my brother and I, we laughed the other week. We were at the uh, Peachtree Road Race and people who know us know us. Like, And so we were walking <laughs> and one of our high school friends came by and she's like, hey, and she was speaking to us. So when she walked away, my brother said, I know they probably like they always together. Now, mind you, <laughs> we, you know, we're 14 months apart, but we are in our 40s and don't spend, we may see each other once a week, but it just so happens being out and we laughed at it and it just made me think about that and here. Like, there are many people who only know me with my brother or know my brother with me. Okay, gotcha. And you. so, you know, so thinking about that, like, so my identity to those individuals are wrapped up. And so folks who have always been with someone of course, ours is just once, you know, every now and then people see us. But for many folk who've been always tied to someone, they their identity is wrapped in that person. People don't even know how to perceive them without them. Mm. And so this is a great opportunity. to. And even if you are with someone right now and you're feeling that way and you're feeling like, man, maybe this is me. Maybe I'm so tied to them. I don't even know who I am. And I'm not saying you need to break up, not be with them. Don't be their friend. Don't talk to them. I yeah. am saying consider taking yourself out and getting to know you. And taking yourself out is metaphoric. It doesn't necessarily have to be 
out of the home, but taking yeah. yourself out of the situation with them of, or out of the connection for a brief moment. Mm. And the brief moment for you may be a lifetime because you may find out that you were trapped and then know you were trapped until uh, you got free. <laughs> come on now. Because <laughs> there are folks because you think everything in the house is good. The moment you step outside, mm. you're like, whoa, wait a minute. This was out here? Wow. This whole time? Here are these other opportunities? And here I thought that the only thing that was available to me was what's in this house or what's in this relationship. And so I would say, step out and see, because it just could be that there's more to you, more to the world, mm. more to more within your grasp than what has been put before you. Because you got the palace. You don't know that the world is still there. Because <laughs> the world eats the palace. <laughs> but on. you have it with the palace. And so being able to step out and see. And so I would encourage that person to take small steps um, as it may be scary and it may be, you know, a daunting task, but just do something very simple um, and maybe sit down, you know, something simple you could do is write a letter to yourself, mm. write a letter to yourself. What do you want you to know? And you will be surprised at the things that will flow out of your mind when you just sit and just write, doesn't even have to have a subject or thought, like just write a letter to yourself. Yeah. What do you want yourself to know? Or, or even, you know, some people journal, journal your day's events and go back and read them and you'll realize some things you'll start seeing because when you live it, sometimes you miss it. But when you see it from a distance, when you stand outside of yourself and see yourself, you're like, oh, wait a minute, that's me. Wow. I want to help that person. I need to, oh my gosh. Because if you read it, oftentimes what we write, if we read it and we knew someone else wrote it, we want to come to their rescue. Yeah, And the sad thing is we don't do the same thing for ourselves because we need, because it's us. Like we'll go to everyone else's rescue and we won't rescue ourselves. You won't come to your own rescue. Wow. <laughs> nope. Ooh. I'm trying to, girl, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is so good. Wow. I'm trying to get, feel myself getting a little emotional. <laughs> now, hold on. That's good stuff, Nazinga. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And, I'm, and for that person, you know, if you're listening, I pray that encourages you. And um, one more thing. Yes. Um, so this is a question. Um, a friend of mine, we kind of came up with this question together. <laughs> well, she let me give her the credit. No, she really kind of sparked it off. But anyway, from a therapist or counseling perspective, mm-hmm. what would you say are some signs that a person does not enjoy their own company? avoidance um they avoid talking about themselves looking at themselves being with themselves being in an isolated space so they always have to have people around um avoidance to me is probably one of the number one signs why do you avoid soloness right why do you always have to if you're sitting at home you got to pick up the phone and call someone um or you got to pick up your phone or you got to be connected to something So those who avoid solo time, space and place and always have to be connected to some something. Those are the individuals that automatically automatically for me, I would say, "Mm, hmm, that's a that's a flag for me that they 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 need to be connected. Um, 
those who always need to prove that they need to that they can do it you know um the 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 ones who say mm. oh yeah I, i'm you know i'm i can be by myself like i mean you know i can it uh, don't even matter i can i'm always you know because i got you of the belief and, and this is me i own this you know i won't put this on all therapists i would say this is nazinga 101 that <laughs> when when you have to tell people versus just being mm. something in the milk ain't clean gotcha gotcha <laughs> you know and and for me that is a red flag when there is a need to over um to over present to to make those around them believe that it is so okay gotcha. um you know those are that's another flag like when you're 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 constantly trying to remind me that this is what you do um even with me one of the things that i i've never been huge on social media um my posts are few and far in between I said I need to work on that because I know that it is a marketing tool, so I'm working on it. But yeah. I don't post every solo date. Gotcha. Because there's no need. You know, I may say something like still doing it. And I started, I had to speak to myself to even do it because I'm like, it does encourage people. Like, hey, here yeah. we are having this conversation because of it. So I'm like, I don't want to stop. So I want folks to know it's still happening because this is something I wholeheartedly believe in. But I don't want to send a mixed message or wrong message or you know that I need y'all to know this is what I'm doing and so um back to the question I think that for me is a flag it's something that I notice if there's there's this you know desire to always put it in front of us then I'm like well what are you hiding from what do you want Mm. me to see because of what you don't want me to see like what are you trying to make me see because what you don't want me to see and that's usually what happens. We're trying to make people see that we're okay when we really are not. And so those two like stick out right away for me is that avoidance and then that presence. Like I got to keep putting something in front of you to tell you that I'm okay, to tell you that I do this, to tell you this is how I am because really deep down inside this is not and I don't want you to see me. So I'm going to give you what I want you to see mm. um, are things that I would say right away would be red flags for me and things that I would take notice of and probably as a therapist would become inquisitive um, in a respectful diplomatic manner. So not throw, you know, throw the person off and have them fill away. But right away, those would be things that would just kind of spark my attention. And like, hmm, now do okay. you? Do you? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> That's good. So kind of like the extremes of like kind of isolating, avo- avoidance or mm-hmm. either like just using over presenting or kind of like overcompensating, trying to you know, like you said, what, how do you say it? Um, I can't say it how you just said it. I have to rewind it and listen back. But yeah, <laughs> that's good. So if a person is doing either of those mm-hmm. and they're kind of like becoming self-aware and they and they want to like, hey, I don't want to not love myself. I, I want to enjoy my own company. Would that next step be what you mentioned before about, you know, writing themselves a letter or, or would you suggest something else for those people who are kind of struggling with that? I would suggest for those who become aware and they start, you know, feeling like, cause that was one of the things even for me, like, I'm like, you know what? You're always wanting to be connected. You're not okay being by yourself. That's a problem. And so as a therapist, my first thought was let me seek therapy. And as a therapist, I would be remiss if I did not say that that would be, if that's something that you're comfortable with, cause I get it. Everybody's not there yet is to seek therapy therapy seek out someone that you can talk to who is licensed and (laughs) who is certified to do this because there's a lot of people who wear the title therapist and counselor and 
they've not taken a state board um, test right. and had to maintain their license. Um, so I need I'm you to know what that. you're doing please, in please, real life. Please, amen, because <laughs> these certifications, God bless them. I love them, and I think they are good in their own respective places, but some people have taken them a little too far and have mm-hmm. licensed themselves to do work. But we've really learned and been trained to do this work. Um, and not to say that those who haven't gone through what I've gone through cannot give sound advice. Um, they can, and that's yeah. the difference. Because as a therapist, I don't give advice. Um, as a counselor um, or you know, a counselor support, I, all the different names that they have, a non-licensed clinician, um, a lot of times they're giving advice. I don't give advice. That is not my... That's not what we do, um, because if I tell you what to do and it works, you're going to keep coming to me because now I'm your savior. If I tell you what to do and it don't mm. work, you're going to hate me because now I'm your villain. So counselors Ooh. know it is not our job to tell you anything, but to help you see you and tell you what you need to know. You tell yourself what you need to know. And we sit by and say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, what does that look like, <laughs> right? And we, right. we help you along your journey because this is yours. Um, but yeah, that would be my first thought. I would say to if you're comfortable seek counseling if you're not and you're not there yet consider writing a letter because it may even open up some more things and you see that then that may push you to seek some counseling and support but I say if you realize that you're going down that you know always have to be plugged into someone and never plugged into yourself um, rejuvenating regenerating your own power I would say that may be a sign that you need to talk to someone to help you see your way out how you can, I, mm. I equated some years ago, about a year or two ago, that our job is to help you find the light switch. Um, oh, that's good. And that's what I believe. So to help you find the light switch, because it's yours. It's in your house. Yeah. Um, mm. You've just been living in the dark for so long, you ain't realized it was light. And so it's to help you find the light switch <laughs> and then decide when and where you want to turn it on. Because I, it ain't for me to turn on. Wow. Your eyes might not be ready for it. You know, if I go turn it on, oh, wait, wait, wait. But if you do it, you do it in your time and when you're ready. So it's to help guide you to your light switch and and stand there and walk with you for your readiness to turn it on. And so I would say mm. that it would be um, advantageous to seek therapeutic services if and when you find yourself in that space and you want to do something different and want to find your light switch so you can start dating yourself. Wow. Amen. Drop the mic again. <laughs> Everybody applaud in your living rooms, in your car, wherever you are. Don't take your hands off the steering wheel. But no, that was good stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Nazinga. I mean, I, and you. I know I'm trying to want to hold you too long. Thank you so oh, much. Um, so I want you to pray us out. But mm-hmm. before um, I have you do that, can you let people know where to find you on social media? Sure. So I'm one of those simple girls, as I opened up and say, the girl from around the way. My handles are all my name, Nazinga B, everywhere. Nazinga N Z I N G A B. Um, I think maybe somewhere it might be Naz- Facebook, maybe Nazinga Benton, um, B E N T O N. But I am, it, that's it. It's just my name. <laughs> my mama named me Nazinga. I'm going to call me Nazinga. And so <laughs> you can find yes. me on Facebook. On Instagram, I promise I'll do better. On Twitter, um, I promise I promise I'll do better with posting. I'm working on that, but you can find me there um, at Nazinga B. 
Are you on Threads yet? No, I clicked it and I was like, "Uh, uh, uh, am I going? I'm like, you don't, you are hardly on the things that you do already have, but I think I'm going to give it a try. I know it's the move. So I'm going to try to move with the move. So some marketing purposes, marketing. Yes. For marketing purposes, but everything will still be Nazinga B. You can always find me at Nazinga B. Cool beans. Well, thank y'all for listening. And I pray something said today encouraged you to love yourself, to keep company with yourself. And I'm going to have Nazinga pray us out. Thank you, Father. We thank you for this moment, this time well spent. God, we thank you for the things that you've dropped in our spirit, the things that you will continue to drop in our spirit. God, even after this, as we have listened to the podcast, God, we will continue to hear you and and to you know inspire others and then to aspire our own selves, God, to be who you want us to be, to, to stand in our fearful and wonderful madeness, yes, to stand boldly in that, that we are by ourselves fearfully and wonderfully made because you made us individually. And so we will stand in our individualness, God, knowing yes, that Lord. who you created us to be is great. So God, we thank you for that. We thank you for thank what you, it is God. that we've experienced on this podcast. God, we thank you for Sonia for having the vision to do this, God, and for her heart. We ask that you continue to protect her, God, protect her heart, God, allow yes, her Lord. to know that this is what you have designed and created her to do, to be a light, to be a vessel to others so they, they can see you through her. So God, yes, whatever Lord. the desires of her hearts are, we got, we ask in the name of Jesus that you grant her those desires, that you hear her cry in the midnight hour and that you grant that cry. And God, if there's anyone who's listening, who has that same, who has a heart and a cry for you, God, we ask that you grant them the desires of their yes, hearts, Lord. that you hear their hearts cry. God, that you show them that you are God and beside you there is none other that and that even in singleness, you still show up strong. Yes. Even in singleness, God, there's still you still open doors. Even in singleness, yes, you God. still make ways out of no way. You are powerful. You hear their Hallelujah. cries. Thank you you hear the loneliness and you have already planned a way for them. So God, we thank you for that. We thank own you, that God. for ourselves. We know yes, that God, this is preparing us for greater. So we thank you. We thank you for this thank moment. We ask that you seal it, God, that you seal it, God, and you remind us daily that we are loved by you. And because of that love by you, we can love ourselves. It is in your son, Jesus name that we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Nazinga. I really love and appreciate you, sister. Love you too. um, Thank you. We have to have you back. Uh, It's a limited series podcast, but you never know. You never know. Thank y'all for listening. Have an amazing day and stay tuned for the next episode. But make sure you listen to this one. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Singles Got Something to Say podcast. Our special guest today was Nazinga Benton. Make sure you follow Nazinga on Instagram, Twitter. It's at Nazinga B. She's Nazinga Benton on Facebook. You can also catch her podcast with her co-host, Corinne Deanna Lane, called Worship and Therapy on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you all again. Love y'all. Take care.